I am happy to report that UKW Genesis Ignite on Wednesday night was good, rather good, but that wasn't because of the matches, which were all right, but nothing that you'd write home about. Well, actually, now you'd probably text home about, wouldn't you? Or message home, probably. Or you might FaceTime home, I suppose, but there are other phones available. Anyway, it wasn't because of the matches, it was because of the ethos. First of all, we've got um, we've got Dylan Chase and uh, Piper Adams because apparently Tommy Dylan is on strike. He said he might do. He said he might do that on um, was it last week? And the issue here is that it's mentioned, but we don't see it. So what what they could have done was have him outside of the arena, the UKW arena building, really, trying to stop people get in. I mean, it could be. Or trying to stop the wrestlers get in. Because, you know, he could, he could be on a one-man picket line, couldn't he? Now, as a proud trade unionist, this storyline doesn't work. Because there is no trade union uh, for wrestlers. And as I said, at my last podcast about this programme, Jesse Ventura tried it, didn't he, in the 80s, and it didn't work. I'd wholeheartedly endorse it because there is power in a union. But, um... It hasn't happened for wrestlers. So there you go. It's not working, this storyline. And I'm being a bit literal, but if he is going to go on strike, at least you have to do some follow-up. You can't just say it. Because it does seem as though he's just not been able to be there this week. Doesn't it? Anyway, out comes Newman. He'll fight Mercer tonight. I get a chance at the at the championship belt. But this is a really good wrinkle. Leonie Rose comes out to say that if he thinks that, then he's foolish. It will be an ODQ match, but only for Sebastian Mercer. So he can do whatever he wants, but if Newman tries to grab an implement or anything like that, he will be DQ'd. It's a really good idea. And then she sits down on commentary. And um, Piper Adams takes a while to warm up here, you know. Uh, Dylan keeps having to say, you are right there? You are right there, Piper? She eventually does. And the only Rose, though, you see, it just knows exactly what she's doing. She's so playground with this. And I've said it many times, she's made that GM role something a bit special. Something we don't have on Showdown with Red Brocco, I have to say. I'm not a fan of his GM reign on Showdown, and um, he'll be here on Ignite this week. Anyway, let's get into the main meat of the programme, which first of all is Bishop versus Savage. And Bishop puts in a... We're kind of not disinterested, but not entirely sparky performance here. I mean, he's, let's let's face. I mean, he's not he's not flipping and flopping and flying at all. You know, we're not talking about Jack Evans here, are we? But Savage puts in a lot of work. The rock star who has been in a band. So there you go. Not quite sure if he can call himself a rock star, but anyway, enough of that. He hits a flying clothesline. Figure four. Bishop has to grab the ropes. Nice to see Joe Sedgwick on camera. Nice to see you there, Joe. Then there's a savage kick, some forearms. Can't put him down. They they tumble to the outside. Bishop misses a chop, hits the ring post. And the thing is that it happened last time I saw Bishop in the ring as well. He's not. He's looking um, not non invincible. So you know he's kind of on a bit of a come down, if you like. And they, this happens sometimes in UKW. 
you they, they build wrestlers up and then say, well, let's have a period where they're not winning. Like like J. Rowe Lewis, who's triple crown champ, and Jacob Reed, same thing. Um, and then he, he picks him up, puts him in his C4, D, D5, flapjack thing for the pin. He won, but he didn't look that good in doing it. And this next section wasn't that good either. So you've got Shake McToon being... Um, being photographed it must be somewhere in the building um he's doing his kind of hogan thing i mean i can't I, it, it's not something i'm particularly delighted about that or john sheeker not particularly interested in either of those but he's having a photo session done he's not got his eye on a swivel because clearly he's enjoying being photographed it's the arrogance of the champion but he is the round-the-clock champion, so it's not surprising that in comes Shaq, in comes uh, Sketch, not Shaq, Sketch, get, gets the round-the-clock bell after smacking him and asking for a referee, who happens to be there. Now, I presume that Mukhtu must have a referee walking around with him 24-7. When he goes to the bathroom, while he's sleeping, it must be, because he could get attacked at any time, couldn't he? Yeah. So anyway, the ref happens to be there, and Sketch gets the bell, then we see him running to the ring. Muktoom um, follows him, and there's a match. Yeah, I mean, you know that Muktoom's not going to—he's not going to leave without the belt, is he? This is the angle, isn't it? Sketch chokes him with the ropes, does press-ups while he does it, which is lovely. Um, and then you've got the um, Sketch tr- revving up for his back kicks. Muktoom catching one, sheeking up. I hate this. Sheeking up. His clotheslines are not particularly good. Um, a boot and a slam. The leg drop for the pin and it started well started off so well and then had a poor ending yeah and that's that in the back in the back we've got Ruby with her dad with her dad Red they're talking through some of it so I can't quite hear it Rose doesn't seem very happy and leaves the commentary desk I don't know why because I couldn't hear it next we've got Evan Knight versus Ruby and her dad's there Evan plays possum, which is beautiful, actually. He plays possum so that um, so that Ruby goes for the handstand spl- splash and then affects a kick and a stomping on her. Down comes Tom Savage. There is a very nice moment where you've got the um, Brocco hip toss, handstand to basement drop kick, and then a reverse DDT or neck breaker type move, which is really nicely done. And Savage puts Evan Knight's foot on the ropes. Of course, Red doesn't like that. Rushes round, well, he doesn't rush round, he kind of ambles round, gives him a, a clothesline, really. I mean, Savage could have got out of the way because he could see Red coming from probably Leeds. And then you've got uh, Ruby being a bit distracted and Evan Knight getting the pin from that flapjack. Actually, hit, I think it was. And then the pin. It was all right. It was okay. In the back, we've got Rose waiting for uh, Brett Sedgwick. I don't think she's just arrived there as I think she'd been waiting for him probably for about half an hour or something like that he can have a match with uh, Evan Knight if he beats Tom Savage next week which is probably fair enough she's enjoying doing it and I like that ethos and next out oh by the way we've got um we've got Piper earlier on with Mercer who's got some aviator shades on and um he's got a new short haircut have you got a haircut no longer feel okay yes you have oh i'm not sure it suits you but i'll get used to it oh yeah it's shorter 
and he looks up with his with his clipped beard. He looks like some kind of some kind of salesman, business to business, telesales, that kind of thing. Because he's got a shirt on and all that, you know. He says it's his show, and, and I suppose it is. He, he is the best Ignite champion we've had. We haven't had many, but he is the best one. Now he comes out with Leonie Rose, and he's facing Newman. Newman. Then Leonie goes on to commentary. Um, Newman comes out second. Which is interesting, isn't it? It looks I mean, it looks like UKW are really trying to push this with him. Um, Mercer comes in with a chair, because he's allowed to, of course, in this match. Because it's only a DQ match for Newman. Newman hits a crossbody. Mercer bails. Mercer plays possum on the outside, talking to a fan. Newman thinks, I'll have a go here. Mercer turns around, clotheslines him. Beautiful, actually. Then it's a chair to, his, to, to Newman's back. Newman's back with a shoulder. Newman's back with a shoulder block. Yeah. Then Mercer affects a low blow, as Dylan Chase says, that's south of the border. I like to hear that. Not heard that for ages. Mercer misses the Emerald Bullet, but then you've got a cross body in the corner from Newman, and then a new move. I love the way he announced it. New move! A TKO to a backbreaker on the knee, called by Dylan Chase, quite right, for a 2.99. Both Leone and Piper jumped. Dylan Chase reports, and that's good commentary. Then we've got the ref bump, which was all right, you know, because uh, Newman dodges the discus clothesline, and Danny, who looks a bit tired, D- Danny, you look a bit tired, took the um, took the, the clothesline, but it wasn't a sort of he's out for good, you know. He um, he came to, but just too late. Of course, Mercer went. Uh, Newman went for the pedigree, but the delay allowed the kick out, and then there was an emerald bullet for the pin. From Mercer, and he keeps his title, and this was rather good. I really enjoyed that main event, not because of the action in the ring, but because of the setup, and the whole thing was set up beautifully. And that is mainly because, and I keep banging on about it, the only Rose was there, and she creates some chaos. I really like the way this this program works. We don't have that on Showdown. They have to do it a different way, but this is about fifty minutes of flux, and I like a bit of flux. Certainly on a Wednesday night. Ta-ta.